we just want to come as Paul did, and we just want to say, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's all about you and not about ourselves. We want to bless you. We want to honor you. We want to glorify you. And we want to say thank you for your presence. Without your presence, Father, we are nothing. We don't want to do anything. Thank you for that. And Father, as we, we see in the Word, it's to glorify you. Father, may the Word this morning just reflect of who you are. It's all about you and not about ourselves. Thank you for that, Father. Thank you for your presence. And Holy Spirit, thank you for moving within us. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Wow, give a smile to the person next to you. Thank you very much. Mother. Oh. Thank you, Vilmar. Thank you, Natasha, for this wonderful opportunity to be with you this morning. It's always wonderful to visit Living Word East. My wife and I, we are blessed to be with you this morning as we give some feedback, but also as we want to encourage you in the Word of God and in what God is doing. So as you can see, I am old-fashioned, Bible and notebook, um, but the word is still the same. Amen. Amen. So um, I just want to show you a, a slide, if we can get that slide on. And many of you are familiar with this slide, and um, as you can see, the church the missionary, and the lost. But during the night, I was thinking of this picture, and so clearly the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, you know what, about living with East, it's the church and the missionary in one. I don't see this church, church one side, the missionary on the other side, as what I've heard what uh, happened in last year with the fire and everything. You are the church and the missionary as one. And as I share this message this morning, keep that picture in mind. And may this encourage you. And from our side, we want to, we, we hope that something new happens within your spirit. As, as we worship this last song, All Hail King Jesus. And Natasha is like my sister. We've been coming nearly 20 years together. And um, once you've been on an outreach, how many of you have been on an outreach? Can I just see you? I mean, once you've been on an outreach and you have seen what the Lord did, and you cannot doubt him, right? If you sometimes doubt in the name of Jesus or in your prayer life, just go on the outreach. Go and pray for the sick. 
Go and minister to the poor and everything will change within you. And that is why, um, I did not know you are doing a series about faith, but I want to title it this morning, Hope and Faith. Hope and Faith. And I, I think, you know, we all went through a difficult time during the COVID um, period, but also good things happened. The church changed. Missions changed. And, um, but the Holy Spirit knew about it. And we need to change. Right? He never changes, but we need to change. Now, as we look in, uh, as we look in the Word in Romans 5, 5, the Word of God says, Now hope does not disappoint. Listen, hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Dear beloved, the world is looking for the love of God. Hmm? You, those of you who um, visited us in Thailand, people are just looking for love and acceptance. And the only thing that can change the life of people, it's the love of God. And I will just share with you um, later on about the love of God. And, but when we think of hope, what is hope? Hope is a feeling of ex um, expectation and desire for a particular thing to happen. Hope is also a feeling of trust. Now, I don't know how many of you have watched the movie um, I Am Patrick. Anyone? Now, please don't tell me you did not watch that. Of St. Patrick. And um, it's all about trust. We trust in the Lord, but people want to trust us in a, in a way. And my question to you is, can someone trust you? If I sit with my Muslim children and Ilka, you know what? They pour out their hearts. Why? Because they just want to trust someone. They cannot trust their own people, but they are willing to come and sit with children of God and say, I need help. Now my question to you this morning is, can they trust you? Now hope does not disappoint. In what the church is doing, in what you are doing, hope does not disappoint. And I'm so excited to see what you are uh, start to build outside, first I say to Natasha, wow, that's a good coffee shop. <clears throat> but may this be a place where people will find hope, where people will come and say, I can trust. I can trust. Because why? It's all about Jesus. Hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. You have the love of God. 
If you have the Holy Spirit, you have the love of God. And that love of God, you just need to hug someone. Now, my, my, my son is not here this morning, but he's a very busy son. I don't know how many of you have busy children. So, and uh, uh, when we went back to Madagascar, you know, he will just go out and he will just make friends and he invited this um, street child into the service and they were running around just as children do in church, right? The pastor's children. And <laughs> you know what? The week after this boy brought his family, and that family is still in church. And we dedicated their little baby a few weeks ago. Never, I mean, never underestimate what God wants to do through your life. Even if you don't speak the language. Love. If you share love, people feel they belong. And that, what, that makes me so um, excited about the ministering school that uh, you promoted. I want to encourage you, if you don't know what to do next year, join them. Because we hope they sent you to Madagascar. Okay? Uh, <laughs> um, because we find in Colossians chapter 1, verse 27, um, most of you know this word, it says, to them God will to make known what are the riches of the glory of the mystery among the Gentiles. Now, you and I know in the New Testament, the word Gentiles speaks about the unsaved people. Let me read it again. To them God will to make known what are the riches of the glory of the mystery among the unsaved which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. That is what the unsaved people are looking for. I want to read something to you this morning, and I'm going to ask you to repeat it with me. Now, the following I've given to my students from grade 7 to 12, and they need to learn it off by heart. And um, it's Muslims, Hindus. But you know what? The word of God never returns void. Amen? So, it is the prayer of St. Patrick's breastplate. How many of you know that one? Oh, no. Wilmar? No, 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 no. Okay. Repeat after me. Christ with me. Christ before me, Christ behind me, Christ in me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me, Christ on my right, Christ on my left, Christ when I lie down, Christ when I sit down. Christ when, I arise. Christ when I arise. Christ in the heart of every man who thinks of me. Christ in the mouth of everyone who speaks of me. 
Christ in the eye that of everyone that sees me. Christ in every ear that hears me. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Beloved, there's something as we have worshipped, all hail Jesus. It's all about Christ within you, the hope of glory. And, and this is where God comes and he wants to give hope through you to the person next to you. To your neighbor. In the business where, where God placed you. Jesus in the marketplace. And I believe it is where, where you are at the moment. You come to church to be encouraged on a Sunday to go on Monday and share what you received. That's how it must work. Because on a Sunday morning when you walk into these doors, you must be tired. Not because you parted last night. Because spiritually you have given everything out during the week to be built up again for Monday morning. Amen? That is what it's all about. Christ within us. The hope of glory. And that takes me to another point, and that we find in James. So when we look now in uh, uh, Romans 5, Christ, in, uh, the, the hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts. Now Colossians says, Christ in us, the hope of glory. So we are now covered with Christ. We are filled with him. Now what? Uh, what do you do with everything? Now, there, this is where we come to the step of faith. Right? You cannot keep it for yourself. You cannot. You need to do something about Christ within you. As we've heard, you need to share the love of God. But now I want to take it to a step further, and I want to encourage you, where do you step out in faith this morning? James chapter 2. James chapter 2. Verse 14 and 18. And when, before we read this, I want to encourage you. Oh, sorry, I'm, I struggle with this thing. Um. For every opportunity, don't, don't let the opportunity pass by. If God gives you an opportunity, take the opportunity. You know what? We need to step out in faith. Faith, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The only way that you and I can please God is by faith. When you give your tithes and offerings, you give it by faith. When you worship, you do it by faith. So, when there's an opportunity, take the opportunity. As I say to our church members, if you don't take the opportunity, the devil steals the opportunity. And he gives it to his people. And then later on you say, you know what? I've had that same idea a few years ago. If I only 
stepped out by faith. Now, so James 4 verse 14, no, James 2, sorry, verse 14 says, What does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can faith save him? Verse 18, but someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works and I will show you my faith by my works. You know, this must make you excited because we please God by faith. God wants to stretch your boundaries. Ilka and I <clears throat> came to a, 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 we have three pillars in, in church. Yeah, um, the last time we spent time two years ago, you mentioned that. So we just follow in your footsteps. So um, our first pillar is um, church planting. The second one is our um, wellness being, uh, well, wellness center, where we give uh, food to the poor and the third one God laid on our hearts and that we start to step out in faith for it to open the school why a school how many of you are teachers here can I just see God bless you how many of you did homes uh, did school during COVID to your for your children anyone how many of you are thankful for teachers <laughs> hallelujah amen the best thing about being a teacher is that child is stuck with you. Right? And I have a wonderful agreement with every student that I teach is that um, they sign a contract with me. And then their parents must sign and I sign. And part of this contract is they must know all of the memory verses and I can ask it any time during the year. You see, Knowledge changes, but the word never change. Right. Now, uh, think about it, right? So, um, and so Ilkan, I prayed about it, and um, God gave us a name for the school, and we met with this one lady. She's doing registrations, and um, she's not a child of God, not yet. And... Um, we ask if she can just find out if this name is available. She went and she came back. She said, I'm busy doing the registration for the business. And I will do the registration for the school. And Ilkan, I did not even ask what it will cost. And... Um, she came back and she said, it's all registered. And she said, oh, thank you. Um, how much do we owe you? And she said, I believe in your vision. You don't, I don't uh, charge you anything. And um, step out by faith. Hear my heart this morning. Step out by faith. And um, we had to start to look for a building, a big house, at least seven uh, rooms, we got one with seven rooms, and the lady said to, to us, yeah, I heard you want to open a school. We said, yes. She said, I give you free liberty. You can do what you want, 
but for the first two months you don't pay any rent. Wow, thank you, Jesus. Amen? Now we had to start to look for tables. We bought 10 tables on the market. Ah, so wobbly, and someone came and looked, and the person said, you know what, I will make tables for you, but you don't have to pay me now. You can pay me off when the school starts. They made 50 tables, school tables. Praise God. You see, God goes ahead of us, right? When God gives you an opportunity, take the opportunity. And some of you are sitting here this morning, and there are opportunities. God wants you to step out by faith. So, now we have to start pray, pray and ask God to send us some teachers, because we want qualified teachers. One day I was at the building doing something, and there was a knock on the door, and I thought someone wants to sell something, and this lady said, I've heard there's a school opening. I just want to come and give my, uh, to give my um, application form, my CV. Wow. And she was at YWAM before, without knowing, without having a school name outside. God provided the teachers. Now we have to pray for students. We open in September. So we have a building. We are registered. With the Ministry of Education, with private schools, everything just fell in place. We need 40 students by the end of August. We have eight so far. Out of the eight, six nationalities. Out of the eight, the five first students are Muslims. <laughs> Listen to what I'm saying to you, and they know it's a Christian school. So we pray for unsafe students, unsafe families, and living with East, you are part of this, because we are your missionaries. <laughs> Amen? I share this, that you will become excited with us. Now, one subject we've added. Now, many people don't like this idea is our children are going to learn Chinese. Yeah, if you think of Africa and China, the eyes of people are getting open, you know, wide open. What, what are you doing? Um, my wife helps students to do university applications. And when a child can speak Chinese at a certain, on a certain level, they go and study for free in China. Everything is paid for. And um, now our long-term goal is to raise up these students in a Christian school to get them into China as a missionary. That is the long-term goal. You see, for God, there's no boundaries, right? Come on. For God, there's no boundaries. 
through the eyes of God, he sees the saved and the unsaved. And he sees, okay, how can I get, how can I send the saved ones to the unsaved world? You and I, we look through our eyes, we see different nationalities. God says, come on. Yes, so many saved children. I need to move them to a place where they can hear the gospel. And some of you are sitting here and God wants to move you. I want to encourage you. Don't neglect what God wants to do in your life. Do through your life. Never say you are too young. Never say you are too old. For God is no age. Hallelujah. Can you see? Um, <laughs> if there's an opportunity, take the opportunity. So um, here we see God says, come on. The word says, I want, show me your works and I show you your faith. The other day when I shared this idea with a missionary, he said to me, if you want to open a school, good luck. And I was thinking, good luck? No. I don't believe in luck. I am blessed. Amen. You see, we need to speak the word as it is. And on your journey of faith, what you go through, you need to praise him. Huh? Isn't that wonderful? You shared it this morning. Where you are this morning, maybe, and it looks like I'm not going to make it. Just hail him. Hail King Jesus. That's all he wants to hear. It's all about you, Jesus. Pray in the spirit. When I wake up during the night, my spirit stands up and says, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for your provision. Thank you, Jesus, for every child. Thank you, Jesus, for every unsaved child being saved. What do you thank God for this morning? If you have nothing, if you don't go through a difficult time, I think the ministry team is here. They can pray for you to go through some, something to go through, you know. Why? Because that builds up your faith. If you don't go through, you know, the, even though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. We need to walk through that because I will fear no evil. Amen? There's nothing wrong with you if you go through a difficult time. It's a time where we hear this morning, you need to praise Jesus. We need 40 children by the end of next month. Praise the name of Jesus because he can do it. <laughs> Beloved, all that we have is his. Living word is what you are doing to the poor. Matthew chapter 25. I was naked and you? I was thirsty and you? I was in prison and you? I was naked and you? And what did Jesus say? What did he say? What you have done to the least of them, you have done unto me. That is 
what the church is all about. This is where you must feel this morning. I want, I want to leave um, this premises, but I want to go and bring change. I want to go and hug someone and say, God loves you. You know, the, the, the Muslims, you are not allowed to touch them, but, um, you know, there are some things if I just ignore, you know. So I love, I love every time when I teach just to lay my hand on their shoulders or just something because the word says everything that you lay your hands on that shall be blessed, right? Blessed. And when we had the graduation a few weeks ago, you know what, this Muslim girl, she came and she gave me a big hug in front of her parents and said, May I surprise you one day? You see, dear beloveds, it's all about giving hope in life. How many of you want to hear about hope, right? If you and I cannot share the hope, if we cannot come and to a point where we say, you know what, you are so beautiful. That's what our young people need to hear. That's what every generation needs to hear. You are so beautiful. Remember, 1 Peter says, Love covers a multitude of sins. It's a secret. Hope does not disappoint. When that person comes and they trust you, Love covers a multitude of sins. People just need the ear to hear. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the reason they want to share their hearts with. Christ in you to bring change to a lost world. And I want to conclude, and we can look at that slide again. Thank you, Jesus. I just want you to prepare your heart this morning. The church, the missionary, a lost soul. People are dying without knowing Jesus. We all want to see the return of Jesus Christ, but there are still so many who don't know about Jesus. Many people have never felt his presence or his love. The word of God says to, to you and me, how beautiful are the feet of those who brings the good news. And living with ease, the church, the missionary, that is living with ease. And I want to encourage you and bless you with this scripture in Mark chapter 16. Verse 20. You can, oh. Mark 16 verse 20. And it says, And they went out and, the, and preached 
everywhere, and the Lord working with them, and confirming the word through the uh, accompanying signs. God worked through the church. And you, living word, went out and preached everywhere. You, living word, looked after the poor, after the needy. And the word says, and the Lord working with living word east and confirm the word through the miracles. You have the Holy Spirit in you. You have the power of God that wants to flow through you. Step out in faith this morning. Don't forget the word when you get into your car or when you go home. But think about it. God with me. Christ with me. You know, he's in us. We are surrounded by him. And he wants to perform his miracles where you go. And what God lays on your heart to do, do that. Because he speaks to you. Just close your eyes. We can maybe do that last. Or you don't do it. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. If you are here this morning and you just want to, there's, a, there's opportunities in your life, but you don't know if you need, you don't have that guts to step out by faith. Just stand up that we can pray with you. If that is you, if that is you this morning, God speaks to you and there are opportunities and you don't know. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I want you to invite you to come to the front. Those, please come to the front. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible also says, never despise the small beginnings. Thank you, Lord. I think your ministry team can come and pray for them. Thank you, Father. Sometimes we just need that confirmation of the word. Thank you, Father. Step out by faith. Step out by faith. So, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. You can, you can pray for them. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father God. If you are here this morning, just stretch your hands out towards them. Remember, we are one in the Spirit. Thank you, Father. Agreement of faith. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. This is where the church gets active by faith. We need to stand up together. Amen. If you are sitting there, just start to praise Him. Hail Him for, for what you have. Praise Him for what you have. Glorify Him. He just wants to be glorified. Thank Him for your family. Thank Him for, for what you have. Thank you, Jesus. 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 While they pray for the people in front, we teach our congregation when they give their tithes and offerings, when they give it, they say, they must say, thank you, Jesus. You see, God wants us to say, thank you, Jesus for everything in our lives. There's a time where I taught my family to count the teaspoons and say, thank you, Jesus, for the teaspoons. We need to be thankful. Amen. When you go home, don't take things for granted. Thank him for everything. That's where he wants us to be. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And when you think of Mark chapter 16, verse 20, our desire as from me and my wife is that you will go out and be a blessing. Be a blessing because you are blessed. May you and I always remember that. We are blessed to be a blessing. Amen. Say to the person next to you, I'm blessed to be a blessing. Let us say, let us all stand together. Let us stretch our hands towards heaven and say, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Say it with me. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenlies and on earth. Dear beloveds, believe that. Make it your own. And Father, we want, I want to bless each and every one here. Father, I pray that they will realize the church and the missionary, they are one in this congregation to reach out to the lost. And Father God, where they might go through a difficult situation at the moment, may they hail Jesus Christ, King of kings and Lord of lords. And we thank you, Father, for your word says, Jesus taught us to say, whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified. And we thank you, Lord, that we will hear of good reports, good testimonies because of who you are, for what you have done, what you are doing, and what you will do. Thank you for your presence. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You go ahead of us. Goodness and mercy shall follow each and every one because your angels surround them. How wonderful, Father, to know Christ in them, the hope of glory. And wherever they will go, preach the gospel, you, Holy Spirit, will confirm the word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you. It was a blessing to be with you. Amen. Praise God. You're welcome to be seated for two minutes, then we're done. It's just to give you a breather before we start the second service. So, um, are you blessed today? Amen. Let's just give God a hand again. And I just want to ask Yaku one or two questions that you maybe understand the scope of what they're doing and your responsibility in supporting and praying. All right? So maybe if you just explain to us, you know, what you guys are busy doing and for how long you've been in the missionary field as well. That he's not a fly-by-night or just, you know, he's not just doing this. He's been here faithful for many, 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 many years. I mean, he speaks, you speak Malagasy, you speak Afrikaans, you speak English, you're learning Chinese, and uh, <laughs> she teaching the Chinese. So, so just give us quickly just an, an idea of the work that you do day to day. Because you do so that people can understand the, the work of the ministry because it's easy to just go on an outreach and come back, but they stay behind, they do the work, they break the ground. It's physical hard work that they need to do to be faithful. You are challenged. There's, there's many, many different you know, aspects and diversity. So just give us just a quick picture of what you're doing and then that we can know what we can do, how we can pray, what we can specifically pray for, not just the 40 students. There's other things as well. So um, all these things that we can just have a bit of idea. We'll appreciate it. Okay. So um, I started in 1996 on the mission field after I've studied theology. Um, are we still on live? Oh, really? Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, 
I was the second missionary that Levenderwoord sent out that time. And um, yeah, we've started a Bible school in Madagascar. And then my wife, I've met you when? 2004. And then we've got married in 2006. I, I remember that. I just don't remember the date. No. Then in 29, we moved to Mauritius to start a living word, living word in Mauritius. And then um, things did happen, and God sent us back to Madagascar, and we've planted Living Word Church in Madagascar. And um, yeah, you can quickly share what you've started in 2006. Yeah, God is so faithful. Isn't it wonderful to testify about His goodness? It's about the goodness of God. So yes, I joined Yaku on the mission field in 2006, 2007. And we have such a similar heart um, as Yaku shared. But God laid Matthew 25 on our hearts to really be Jesus on the mission field. And you cannot preach Jesus if you do not do something. And so we started the wellness center, and that's where we give people food but mainly hope. So first Jesus and then food and clothes and medical service. And, and it's like they walk away with that light of Jesus into the community. And like Yaku shared, with the Bible school, it's so wonderful because we equip the, the students. And that's why we are so excited about the ministry training starting up again. Because if you equip, um, the, the fivefold ministry is only there to equip you, right? So that we can all be missionaries going out, and that's our heart. So the Bible school planted many, many churches over the years, and um, so we are we are thankful for the, for that church planting as well. And um, so yes, it's church planting and the wellness center, and now, like you've heard, our third pillar is, is education, and we yeah, shared a lot about it. But um, so please pray that the churches that we've planted, that those will also be blessed. Um, pray, please, for hands and feet. <laughs> the, the harvest is ready, but the laborers are few. So we are the only missionaries doing all the pillars, and um, so we are truly, truly praying for for God to add laborers in the field so that the churches are, are also blessed and pastored well and that the wellness center, these hand and feet, even though we have a very strong focus on discipleship. So we really pray that the people in, in Madagascar will again equip the people of Madagascar. So we have a very strong focus on, on discipleship and then the education lake. Does it answer your question? And just the last point, and um, it's so wonderful, you know, when to see when you raise people, and uh, godly leadership is to see that those you raise up must become better than you. Not in business, I know in business-wise, you see that's a competition. <laughs> But if we look at the principles of the word, that is how it must be. And this is, you know, Natasha is very close to me. I know her longer than I know Ilka. But 
to see those students when they were students and they went on outreaches, how God is just soaring up with them. And then so many times uh, when I teach on leadership, I refer to, to them who went on outreaches with us and to see how God is just booming them in a spiritual way. And I want to say to you, um, that is how it must be in the kingdom of God. Right? And I want to encourage you when you do discipleship, the person that you must disciple must overtake you. Listen to what I'm saying. The person that you disciple must overtake you. And then you see how the, the kingdom of God expands. Amen. Omar, thank you. Amen. I think the last question we want to know is, do we need a visa to go to Madagascar? No, no. No. We're done. Get your passport. Ready. Amen. Amen. Let's just all stand and then we're done. If anyone needs ministry afterwards, we can pray for whatever else is there and uh, needs. Come on, Spetnetsa. Well, why I'm speaking Afrikaans. <laughs> Good. Let's just pray. Father, we say thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you, Lord, that we know that this is a day you have made and we can rejoice and be glad in it. And Father, thank you, Lord, for the word this morning. And, and Father, that we all receive that hope that does not disappoint, that put us to shame. But, Father, we know you're a loving God that pours your love into our hearts. And, Father, let us take this message this morning. Father, let us go and spread the hope and the faith and that what people need. Let us be the light. Let us be the salt. Father, let us be the healing and the voice, whatever need. Father, I pray that we will become sensitive to recognize the need and to address and to touch that need, to touch pain, to heal pain. Whatever is necessary. Father, we bless everyone to go here with the power of the Holy Spirit, with the fellowship of the Father, to know that you are with them and present. And we give you glory for that what you're doing in us and through us, for your kingdom and your glory. We give you the praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. Be blessed. Go in the power of God today. Know that we love you. And uh, fellowship, there's some more coffee and tea. And if anyone still needs prayer, you are welcome. And we see you next week. Amen. Be blessed.